commence primary ignition. Primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there? I almost couldn't get all of that out, but this is Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller, and this is Boba Festivities number three, where we get ourselves and you guys, the listener, ready for the book of Boba Fett. And man, oh man, is it coming quick. It is rapidly approaching, and I can't wait to continue to get ready for it. And also, more so, I can't wait to finally see it. But joining me again is DJ Foster. DJ, how is it going, sir? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. Well, listen, I'm excited to have you back on board for Boba Festivities number three. You were MIA last week for Boba Festivities number two. Yeah. But that's that's A-OK. Last week, we kind of discussed Chapter 14. DJ wasn't able to get Chapter 14 thoughts in it, so we're going to get some quick thoughts on that from him eventually. But you know what? Let's not not waste any any time uh, on this week's Boba festivities. Let's go ahead and just get right into the business. I will say, as always, though, as always, you know, we got to do our plugs. Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk, uh, all the platforms. If you're on podcast, Apple, Spotify, subscribe if you like the podcast version or if you like the visuals. If you like to see our pretty faces, if you like to see the jam transmissions that we've had going on this week, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe while you're there. We would greatly appreciate your subscription. That number is rapidly going up. RFB is back in the chat. He said, let's go, boys. I'm hyped. Let's get hyped. All right, let's do it. The first thing that we're going to do is we're going to discuss some news that has recently come out regarding the book of Boba Fett. And the first thing on the news side of things is Total Film has released a brand new image of Tamara Morrison in action as our favorite bounty hunter, Boba Fett. Personally, I don't think there's a ton to take away from this image. It's kind of just very similar to a trailer shot that we've seen so far. But DJ, is there anything in there that that stood out to you? And oh, by the way, Blue Harvest Bricks is in the chat. What is up from what's over yonder on the other side of the other side of the pond? DJ, what's up? What, what you got? What you got? I'm excited, first of all, that RFB and Blue Harvest Bricks are here with us. Two of yes. our loyal listeners love those guys. But now, as far as this image of uh, Tim Morrison goes, you know, it. He looks calm and collected and cool. You know, it doesn't, that's Boba in a nutshell. And I like seeing this Boba uh, in comparison to the one that we've seen knocking skulls with gaffy sticks and other kinds of weaponry. So I like to see the contrast there for sure. It's, it's a really cool uh, look. Plus he's shooting people with that gauntlet gun, the gauntlet gun. I don't know what, Mm -hmm. What are you going to, is it a gauntlet gun? Is that what you call it? I mean, sure, sure. I don't know. See, that's the thing about Star Wars. I don't always know weapons designations. You Mm -hmm. know, I know lightsaber. I know blaster. I know jetpack. You know, you don't, you don't get to know all the other things, but that I love that shot. I think it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's a fantastic shot. I mean, I guess as you were talking, the big thing that, that I thought of, was Boba Fett's got some eyebrows again. And I think we're going to talk about that once we discuss I noticed, this. I noticed this that in the first trailer. Well, the first trailer that released, I know, was like, oh, he's got his eyebrows. So it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so goofy that we realize those things. <laughs> that's that's the Star Wars community uh, right we there. Have that, to, that's though, a perfect because, example. <laughs> well, well, we have to because Sebastian Shaw, who played Anakin slash Vader, the end of Return of the Jedi, in the original release, he had eyebrows. But mm-hmm. when George Lucas did the re-release in uh, 97, or maybe it was, um, no, what, 97, it was 2004, they removed the eyebrows. Mm. So 
the, the I, I think a lot of Star Wars f- fans focus on the eyebrows for that reason. I know it's a ridiculous reason, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I've never even thought about, about it that way, but hey, that, that's what you're here for, man. <laughs> that's what you're here for. Yeah, okay. Total yeah. Film also had the opportunity to sit down with both Tamara Morrison and Ming Na Wen, actress for Phoenix Shan. She's going to be in this Book of Boba Fett show as well, of course. They got to do an interview for that upcoming show, and we've got some cool quotes to share now i'm going to read these quotes directly dj whenever i say something whenever i say a part of a quote and you feel the need to interrupt me and say oh hold on that's i got something for you there feel free to do it okay the first quote here tamara morrison was asked about the fan reaction to the post-credit scene in the mandalorian season two finale and he said the following i was blown away by the public reaction it could have gone either way honestly I didn't think it was going to go either way. I feel like everyone would have loved it. What do you think, DJ? Well, I mean, the post-credit scene, even if there was no show coming, we would have still wanted more Boba Fett. And when he first arrived in Mandalorian, I assumed he would just continue to be a part of Mando. I didn't Mm -hmm. think that there would be a show. And I was like, man, if this is the only piece of Boba Fett we ever get again, Uh totally worth it. So yeah. I mean, the just the fact that they had the post credit scene, I thought was insane. And we've talked about that quite a bit, I think, on the mm-hmm. show before. So yeah. it's kind of neat to, to hear that he's saying he was blown away by it himself. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, no doubt. All right, next quote here. We got Ming-Na Wen said the following regarding the throne in Jabba's palace. There's a lack of reverence for that throne. It's now become their home, and they're making it their home. I am interested to see what she means by making it their home. I'm sure there's going to be some violence potentially in, in on that throne, in that throne room. I, I love to hear these kind of vibes from uh, Phoenix Shan. What do you think, DJ? I'm drawn to a different set of words here. Okay. The lack okay. of reverence. Oh, yeah. There you go. I, I don't understand the lack of reverence in, in to Boba, to Jabba. That's, that's kind of my guessing well, i don't even know if guessing just what i'd like to know on that one i, I don't mm-hmm. see how could there how could there be a lack of reverence for jabba so i guess that people just don't respect boba in that role yet so yeah well and i think that's going to be a plot point of the book of boba fett is mm-hmm. the the underworld becoming or, or developing that gain of respect or re- just respecting that authority intimidation the person that is Boba Fett. I think that's definitely going to be an early plot point of the book of Boba Fett. And then probably in the back half of the show, everybody will be scared of, of the name again. Hopefully that's what I'm thinking. I like that. I'm scared of the name. I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah, no (laughs) doubt. All right. We got another quote here. This one's a little long, but you know, I'm going to read it because we want to keep you guys informed. Ming now went on the relationship of her character, Fennec Shan and Boba Fett. The relationship between him and Finnick is a unique one amongst bounty hunters because a lot of times we're all very solo workers. We don't like collaboration. We don't trust anyone. It's a very dysfunctional family, but it's a family that honors a code of ethics. And there's a certain set of rules that you have to follow. And that's the only way that it would work. And being bounty hunters, that's very important. And I think that's why Finnick and Boba they're from the old school. We believe in those code of ethics and we respect each other for it. DJ, any big takeaway from that massive quote there and really great analysis from Ming-Na Wen as far as bounty hunter code of ethics and things of that nature. I appreciate Well, we it's important to remember that Ming-Na Wen herself is a self-proclaimed nerd. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she geeks just as hard as the next person. And um, she's all about, you know, knowing the backstory to things. So I think it's interesting that she would go that far in depth with understanding the character of Fennec Shand. I think that's a, I think that's a big deal. I think it's a huge deal. Most important thing to me is that it doesn't seem like there is a romantic tie here to Boba yes. and Fennec. And th- I'd say most important to me, because I don't necessarily think that every star Wars story needs a romantic tie. You know, Same. I like it. I like it in the nine movies, the, the, the Skywalker saga is fine. The romance there is great. I don't mind it at all. Um, but I think in these TV series, you know, Mando doesn't have any kind of real romantic stuff except for that one episode in season one. And I, I don't, 
that's oh, the one yeah, with yeah. the krill farmers. Yeah, yeah that yeah. lady there. I had to think know. about it for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of a deep, you know, moment. You, know, you gotta get real like by deep cut, I mean you gotta kinda dig to remember that one. Even I was like, Oh yeah, there was that one time. But yeah. <laughs> um but I don't think Boba and Finnick need to have that relationship. So I like to see that there's this code of honor, this code of ethics, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's again, I've I've said this before. I think it's kind of like Han and Chewie, you know, Boba being Han and Finnick being Chewie, except that, you know, they're not one's not higher than the other they're mm-hmm. they're equal in, in roles and i think that that's something that they're gonna do and use very well in this so yeah i really love hearing about this code of ethics i mean i just really appreciate that i was just re-watching uh, some clone wars episodes this afternoon and uh and i just so happened in my rewatch one of the next episodes was was about boba fett and i was kind of mm. surprised that i had a nice. boba fett episode so it just kind of worked out that way but it's when asajj ventress joins the bounty hunter crew yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do that, I love train, that, that old train heist. That's yeah. a great episode. And um, the thing that's so striking to me is really their age difference. Boba is actually, I think, younger than Fennec mm-hmm. by by technicality, you know. Yeah, I think so. So, so I don't know where that, that if they ever uh, go back into Boba Fett on the uh, cartoon side of things, maybe they'll look at that a little bit. But maybe. who knows? Maybe. I mean... <laughs> Uh, Bad Batch, you know, we've always talked about that. That's a potential I mean, yeah. now. It's possible. I think that's the best. That's the best place to see them meet. Whether yeah. or not they just immediately become buddy buddy is, uh-huh. you know, a, a different ball game, I suppose. But as far as this goes and their relationship as it is for Book of Boba Fett, uh-huh. I like hearing what I, or I like. See, wait, what am I trying to say? I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm hearing, and I, yeah. I think that's that's really a good uh, point to or a, a good compass. You know, it's just a good true north yeah no doubt no doubt i agree with everything you just said great analysis great insight from you okay let's go into the next big quote here that was really honestly i thought it was going to be the main focus of this week's boba festivities until we got a new a new footage that released uh and that was this quote from tamara morrison regarding the possibility of seeing din Djarin, our boy show up in the series he said and you know what here's what i need i need people in the chat you let me know what you think of din jarin potentially showing up in the book of boba fett and we'll talk about it here on the show but here's the quote from tamara morrison i can't say anything but we have some wonderful colorful things to look forward to i don't want to say too much about it because we're all going to go on this journey together and every little bit of information is pretty precious now i mean he has to say something like that. Obviously, he can't give this answer away. It is enough for those people out there that believe Din Jarn is going to be in it. This is enough to chew on. And if you have that kind of in your mindset that Din Jarn is going to show up, this quote's probably enough for you. Like, oh, yep, it's happening. Let's go. It's definitely happening. <laughs> I haven't heard the audio, though, of Tamara Morrison saying it, though. You don't know, like. The, the words that he focuses on or his facial expression. It's kind of hard his, to, his to determine dictation. the seriousness. Yes. Yeah. But dictation this inspired me to this inspired me to make a poll on Twitter at ah. Mando Talk. Um, and you know what? If you want to enjoy some polls, just some Star Wars discussion, follow us on Twitter at Mando Talk. The poll, it was simple. Will we see Din Djarin make an appearance in the book of Boba Fett? And surprisingly, I have to say, I'm surprised by these results. Currently, it's still an active poll if you want to go check it out. So go vote if you haven't yet. Yeah, there you go. 68.8% said yes, that Din Djarin is going to show up. 31.3% said no. I am very personally surprised by this. And again, those of you, if you are with us live, let us know in the chat your answer to that and maybe expand upon it. Maybe give us why and we'll talk about it here. But DJ, let me pass it back to you. Uh, I know for me, I kind of fall in between. I don't think I'm committed. I don't think I'm committed to one way or another. And I don't have to see Din Djarin show up. I don't need to see it. I am going to be thrilled with seeing uh, Boba just himself. I don't need to see Din Djarin, but what do you think, DJ? I voted no, first of okay. all. I do, I do not think we'll see Din Djarin in this, in this series at all. Yeah. Um, I, I believe there'll be mention, maybe, oh, yeah, I helped out this other guy who is a Mandalorian, <laughs> and he's got this little green guy. And yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, however Boba talks whenever he's telling people stories. But 
I don't expect to see Den. That doesn't mean I don't want him to. I th- I'm wearing him on the shirt tonight. You know, let's go. Oh, there you go. Uh, this, nice. It just says this is behind down me. here. It says <laughs> the way. I know. I mean, we got a rep Mando Mando talk. I mean, come yeah. on. The, hat, the hat's over here and, you know, all that good stuff. But no, anyway, I, I don't expect to see him. And uh, I will say, though, that if he does show up, mm-hmm. it'll be in an early episode. Because okay. they'll, yeah. I think that if they do a cameo, typically in these TV shows, you get your cameo about episode four or five in a series, you know. Um, and so I'm thinking we'll get a cameo by the end of this series from somebody, but I don't yeah. expect Din Djarin right right now. You know, you were too excited. I think they're too excited to focus on Boba. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I guess I'm. I can kind of see arguments for both ways. You know, if if they're truly dedicated to this idea of a Mando verse, I guess if if they want to connect the two, they can by just having a, a quick little show up, a quick little appearance. That's fine. I don't know. I mean, I see it. Like I said, I see it both ways. But while you were talking, that made me think of, of a reply that we got to our poll um, from the Moisture Farm Report saying, uh, yes, they believe that we're going to see Din Djarin right. show up. But it will probably probably be very brief and early on, even though we want some of their buddy cop adventure energy. So right on cue with what you were saying there. And, you know, I think if Din Djarin is to show up. I don't know. I was going to say it would be early, but I could still see both ways still. I don't I, I yeah. guess I'm I'm beating around the bush. I don't care either way. I, I'd love to see it. Wouldn't mind to not see it either. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't hurt. Don't no skin off my nose, man. It's it's good one way or the other, but I just don't expect to see him right now. Yeah, not to say he won't, but hey, mm-hmm. you know, time will tell. Time you know, tell. and I I also saw like a report from Bestman Bulletin here. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it. Generally, pretty well trusted source regarding Star Wars news was yeah. talking about how Pedro Pascal had an opening in shooting, and because you know he's mm-hmm. doing The Last of Us right I now. I saw that. I saw that. And he was discussing how it was a month or two, a, a while back, he had an opening. Yeah. And it was very possible if Din Djarin's going to be in the book of Boba Fett, it was possible for him to have done work for it if he was going to be in it. So I really do think it's a toss-up at this moment. Like, I wouldn't be super surprised if he does show up. Wouldn't be super surprised if he doesn't. Anything else you want to add to that, DJ? I remember reading that report from mm-hmm. best uh, bestman bulletin and i would say yeah i kind of forgot about it until just now yeah and there's no kind of forgot about it i straight up forgot about it but um i think it's it's good that that's out there uh, if it wasn't for book of boba you know it could have just his schedule opening for last of us very simply just could have been all right i got to go down to skywalker ranch and have a meeting with favreau about season sure. three because season three is currently filming you know mm-hmm. um last i heard anyway i don't think that's changed <laughs> so um and i don't mean that in the negative i mean like did you know covid's still a thing and you know who who knows what what they could halt the uh production for at this point so yeah uh but anyway no it's the it, it, simplest it could have been that you know yeah all right well listen it, it's up to you guys listening you tell us what you think currently the people out there are telling us that it's happening. I mean, 60 something, 68.8%. It's a pretty big percentage, in my opinion. Yeah. I was expecting 50-50. It might be more so wishful thinking helping that vote of yes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that, that's fine. That's fine. You love what you love. Okay, let's do this thing. We have an official new, I guess it was. it wasn't technically a trailer, but a TV spot. But I have to say... This new TV spot that was a minute long might be my favorite cut trailer that we've gotten to date, even more so than the longer one. It's pretty incredible. So what we're going to do is always, this is a special treat for our live uh, viewers here on YouTube. We're going to watch the trailer together and me and DJ are going to watch it. We're going to hit play at the same exact time. And then as soon as we get done watching the trailer, we will then you know, break it down as, as we always do and go frame by frame and and try to pull out some things. And especially here for Boba festivities, we got to get you ready. We got to get ourselves ready for this show. So we're going to probably over speculate, over hype it. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. DJ, are you ready to do this thing? Are you I still getting set so. up? I okay. think I I'm just in case I'm going to use my phone because 
again, it's obvious. I've got some tech issues. It sure. happens. Sure. So let, let me have my phone ready just in case okay. as a backup. Okay. Let's play it and, you know, punch it. That's the word that we use. So here we go. In three, two, one, punch it. I'm telling you still the music, the music, I think for this one is the best so far. I mean, that was just absolutely pure adrenaline rushing through my body. And that is now like the 50th time I've watched this one minute clip, <laughs> if I'm being right. completely honest. Uh, so, DJ, just initial thoughts from you from this one minute. Um, I know you were kind of saying some things as we were watching it. I couldn't hear you because I had this trailer pumped all the way up because like i said <laughs> it's all it good. injected it's all in good. my veins that audio it's incredible dj what initial thoughts before we break it down from a fundamental standpoint <laughs> i mean the first time i watched this you know i was i was blown away by the music in fact i even wrote down in my personal notes on this that the the, the music was the first thing i did notice but it sounded like the beginning of the Batman trailer that came out. Dude, yes, yes. Did you catch that too? Absolutely. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed. And then I actually, I was, it's funny. I was actually in a staff meeting <laughs> at work. Okay. And okay. <laughs> luckily, luckily our staff meetings are very relaxed. You know, we often have laptops open and it's no big deal. Well, I clicked on Twitter really quick. You know, no, there was no lull. It was just, I had a second. So I clicked on Twitter. And I just decided, okay, let me just figure out what this thing is. Cause I'd gotten a message from you. So I was like, I'm going to check this out. Saw it was one minute and I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and wait until it's done. Now I work with my dad, also a lifelong star Wars fan. So yeah. as soon as we were done talking, I was like, Hey, a new Boba Fett trailer came out. Do you want to watch it? He was like, yes. So we stopped <laughs> everything we were doing and watched it. It's, it's, it's really oh, one man. of those things that I, I appreciate. I get to do that with. So, yeah, but I felt guilty for watching it because I was like, it's a minute long. It's so good. I feel like I should be doing a react to it. I was just <laughs> yeah. jumping up and down. No, no. And, and I kind of fell into that same boat. Like when I saw it came out, I was like, look, I, should we do a reaction? But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to enjoy the moment. Watch this thing. Whatever. Yeah. We'll hit it whenever Boba festivities comes out. Now, I have to say this. I'm distracted right now. Captain Jack over in the live chat said Star Wars Eclipse trailer released one minute ago. What is Star Wars Eclipse? Wait, Isn't that I a video game that we just recently reported on? Well, I don't remember reporting on it. Okay. And to maybe, be honest I with know. you. Because I, I just I just Googled it to see what it was. And five yeah. minutes ago, I'm seeing it. Okay. And I'm, I'm just going to look really quick. That's fine. And then we'll resume our Boba festivities. <laughs> oh, this is an official trailer. For a video game. Um, Hold on. I'll fast forward. 100% a video game. Okay. So maybe we need to. We should save this to the end of the stream. Yeah, yeah, we might need to check out that video game trailer at the end of this. And that'll be something so special. So stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah. So Captain Jack and others stay tuned for the end of this episode. We will do a special go. reaction to Star yeah. Wars Eclipse. Okay. Yeah, we we got to focus in on Boba festivities right now, though. You know, yeah, absolutely. Got to. absolutely. Got to. Okay. So let's absolutely. do this thing. Let's break it down. What I'm going to do is I'm just, just going to go frame by frame. I don't I don't know, DJ, if you have personal notes, that's great. But I know I don't. I, I do. was just going to. Okay, good. I do. Good. I I'm going to go like clip by clip. And as I'm kind of scrolling through this thing and I see something that stands out, I'm going to mention it. I know right here at the, uh, at the start, this Tuscan Raider scene happens again. And I think that's very I important have, that yet again, so we are getting, about that. <laughs> we are getting more content or not more content. It's the same content, but they're doubling down, tripling down on this scene. So I think it's going to be really important in this show. Anything you want to say yeah, to I that? I have a lot to say about that shot. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but I want to wait for just a second on it and I'll come back to it whenever we see sure. Boba in his uh, white jumpsuit. Sure. I'll, I'll no, wait until no, we that's get fair. there. That's fair. Okay. Well, then the next thing was this incredible shot. Uh, and this is about at the eight second mark of Boba Fett looking on to Jabba's palace. It, it looks like the cloak that he's wearing in the Mandalorian season two. So maybe yes. this is prior to season two of the Mandalorian, this shot. I don't know. What do you think, DJ? Well, first of all, I think he's trying to get in there to go get his ship back. The Ooh. last place it would have. Oh, the last 
Great call. Exactly. The last place it would have been would have been potentially. I always figured there was like a landing pad somewhere mm -hmm. near the palace, but it's kind of cool to think, of course, of course, Jabba has a garage underground. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. You know, kind of like Cameron's dad in Ferris Bueller's day off. He has a whole showroom over there for the, for the Lamborghini. It's kind of mm -hmm. what it reminded me of, but no, I think that he's trying to get in there and get his ship back obviously bib fortuna is probably still on the throne which yeah. means we make it a bib fortuna cameo That'd we could be cool. we could but yeah to, to address your comment mm -hmm. i do think this is a flashback that takes place okay before the events of chapter 14 and possibly before the events of mandalorian as a whole yeah and, and that's kind of what i was just thinking as i asked that question and i started listening to you kind of address it um, something too to add support to that. I believe we've seen in a recent TV spot him looking onto the slave one and he was wearing yes. the black cloak. I don't was he I in his thought he was wearing his armor and was he one. okay? I he may have so. been it so. may have been like concept art or something that I saw of him in his black cloak looking onto it. I'm I might be just completely off. I might be just misremembering this completely. Hey, who knows, but man? regardless, incredible shot incredible possibilities oh, yeah, but i think we both agree that this is probably a, a flashback and i like your idea here of it being how he retrieves the slave one okay yes we keep going here the next shot is boba yet again in that back to tank tanning bed style he's healing yes. some form uh, i feel like i think we touched on that either last week or the week before we we, we talked we touched on it recently for sure yeah so nothing else really to say on that, except uh, obviously, I mean, obviously he's healing some more and that makes sense with the yeah. way he looks in the trailers. DJ, what were you going to say? It's how, he, it's how he got his eyebrows back. <laughs> yeah, it is. They grew. <laughs> back to Tank helps hair growth. Make it canon. There it is. <laughs> if you need it, if you're, if you're struggling to grow a beard or a nice mustache, just get yeah. you a back to Tank. That's all you need. I, I like that's the analysis you get here at mando talk <laughs> you get mustache and beard analysis on a regular basis around here you've got the mustache i've got the beard it all works out you know it's a good time and go. back to tanks clearly <laughs> help with that so yeah i love yeah. the next shot though <laughs> okay him kind of getting dressed yeah on all the armor speak on that I got, yeah I, I gotta say this man I, I love the idea of watching a king and his servants like dressing him for battle and, yeah. and i don't mean that in a derogatory sense like I, for example lord of the rings the two towers there's that scene right before the battle mm. of helm's deep where theoden is getting dressed and his it's not a servant as much as it is kind of like a, a bodyguard or you know mm -hmm. i can't I, it's something like that someone who's just loyal to him and he says your men my lord will serve you to whatever end and i'm just like Boba Fett's doing the same thing. It's just really cool to me. So I had to say that because to me, it was just so cool to watch yeah. something similar happening here with these droids. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I really wanted to say about it. I just think it's really Fair. cool. Fair question that I have here. Um, and okay. those of you that are podcast listeners, I'm at, I am looking currently right at the 21 second mark. Boba is putting his helmet on. It's a shot that all of us have seen. Is that the back to tank tanning bed thing that's behind him 100 yeah okay i think so no okay. no i have no confirmation of that right it's right just, right right that's what it looks like i mean yeah this is what it looks like like it has <laughs> to be it has to be a tanning bed back to tank i don't see how it can oh be. man i love the mac miller reference there <laughs> <laughs> somebody once told me that i looked like mac miller and I didn't know. I've never I should thought be of that before. <laughs> I don't know if I should be offended or not. I was nah. kind of like, I don't, hey. I don't want to look like Mac Miller. I want to look like me. Celebrity. Eh, so whatever. I don't okay. think I look like a celebrity. <laughs> hey, you're a celebrity, celebrity over here. Okay. Next shot in the trailer. <laughs> Boba, and Finnick. Boba and Finnick on the throne. It's something that we've all seen. So I don't really think there's anything to break down on that. But uh, this next shot of this ship that is currently our speculated new location on Tatooine of a hopping location. Uh, yes. I saw a lot of people theorizing about this ship on social medias, and they kept calling it something that I had no clue what it was. I've never heard of it unless I'm completely missing something. DJ, have you seen this? 
And do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't know exactly what ship you're talking about yeah. as far as like what you've seen online. Just uh -huh. this this one from this trailer. To me, it looks like a transport ship. You know, I don't okay. think it's much more than that. However, with uh, Din Djarin it, on it, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I mean, he had to get the, he had to get to maybe his that's his somehow. new ship. <laughs> Actually, I think his new ship is the one that he ended season two on. Like when they beat oh, Gideon, I think that's his ship now. That like, huge cruiser. <laughs> yes. Why not? He's got. I mean, he doesn't really have anybody to help him man it, but like, come on, Din Djarin just flying around a cruiser? Come on, that's awesome. Can imagine how many freaking carbonite bounties he can hide in that thing. It'd be awesome. Uh, or, or he sells it and rebuilds a Razor Crest. I don't go. know. Do whatever you want. But anyway, as go. far as this ship goes, this to me looks a lot like a Mon Calamari ship. Uh, in case you don't know what those look like to those listening or watching, those are the round-shaped uh, ships that are in Return of the Jedi in the attack on uh, the second Death Star. Mm. So Akbar is a Mon Cala. Those are their ships. And so, which, fun fact, they use those ships as reference for the Confederate uh, Confederacy ships in Star Wars Episode Three and the Clone Wars. So the droid ships are actually modeled on the Rebellion ships from return of the jedi free information but to me that's kind of what this looks like if it if it's not that big i think it's a similar ship to the millennium falcon because when you zoom mm, in yeah. on it and look at it real close it, it does look like the the edge of the falcon mm -hmm. so i, no, I, I, I don't it. really know if it's anything beyond that yeah no it'll have a deep i think that john favreau and filoni have displayed that every small decision they make is for a reason it's going to have a deep connection to something that we have either heard of or seen before it just seems like that's been the case with anything that they touch on yeah. so i can't wait yeah. can't wait to hear about it all right we continue in this trailer we're now at the 30 second mark something that we've seen before boba and finnick approaching uh this building i'm assuming that's where we see uh that creature that's kind of sitting on that chair i'm blanking on what that creature's name Ithorian. is there you Ithorian. go um, and then we continue in this trailer still nothing really new the slave one flying through uh boba at the table the great table man it's still <laughs> it's still so cool still so cool <laughs> bring that to galaxy's edge man just yes rebuild just that just that location i don't okay. care about the palace going on a tangent dinner here. at boba's table going Go on a it. tangent <laughs> I, i'm it. discovering all these things about disney as we're preparing and planning for this upcoming trip there's this yeah. reservation type of restaurant that's called be our guest and you're kind of like in character or you're surrounded by characters from beauty and the beast why yeah. not at galaxy's edge have a oh boba fett gosh. throne room and dining then you experience. can do you can dine in <laughs> anakin and shmi skywalker's kitchen you can go to Ooh. where That'd Darth so Vader cool. got shot at in his hand by Han and Empire on Cloud yeah. City. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I in the deleted scene from episode two at Padme's house. Look, oh, come on. I don't know. That's awesome. I, I feel like we've displayed this at this point. Disney, you need to hire us in some form. We got some brilliant yes. ideas. <laughs> I, absolutely, we have brain ideas. We should become imagineers. That's yeah, what we, we should. Need to do. We'll just go <laughs> right. become imagineers. <laughs> we keep rolling. We get a little bit more footage of these like speeder scenes, uh, where we see some more of cool, these man. of these creatures. That again, I'm blanking on the creatures, man. My creature knowledge is not with me tonight. Twilight, I believe, is Twilight is where you're at, right? Or no? Twilight's? Is that never mind? You're still at the table. No, no, no. I'm at the speeders. The speeders. Oh, in the no, sand. no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I don't know what the those okay. those species is called. They just okay. they just look like Star Wars aliens. You yeah, know, I just go. We've seen them before. <laughs> I, I know we've yeah. seen them before. I'm just blanking on on the name right yeah. now. All right. We keep rolling. OK. And this was the next shot I wanted to talk about. I'm at the 43, 44 second mark. I have seen heavy speculation about these two people that are being attacked connecting to a deleted scene from a new hope and it being those two individuals that luke went to visit at tashi station or something like that it's a pretty deep cut like it, it's pretty That's, far I, out I there the i know the scene yeah but i've seen that as being a potential I so i figured you know since this is a breakdown i felt the need to at least mention it we'll see okay. though we'll see 
Okay, well, yeah. let's let's keep rolling because I, I think we need to get to this part here that that you heavily alluded to, and that is in fact the next part. Boba in the white jumpsuit. DJ, speak yes. about it. So I have a Empire Strikes Back 40th edition Boba Fett Black Series here. And if you look at I'm using this because it's just easier for me to like kind of point to. So in Mandalorian season two, episode one, aka chapter nine. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these items here, the chest plate, you know, gauntlet, knee thing, all of that was something Cobb Vamp had. Boba got all that back by chapter 14. So I think that my previous theory about the sand people and how Boba may or may not be nursed back to health by them is wrong. Um, here's my mm-hmm. new theory. I'm going to throw it out there really quick. That jumpsuit he's wearing that you have the still of right now that is what's underneath his armor here that we know and we recognize i think that's a good call so that means that he escaped the sarlacc pit probably was near death next to the sarlacc pit and the tuscans came and were looking over him Mm. i think boba will wake up in like a fever fury and just start murking sand people just start Mm. taking tuscans out and as a result because if you look at this image very closely he has the gaffy stick and the cycler rifle on his back but he's not wearing a tunic he doesn't have a tunic doesn't have anything else so i think he's just wiped out sand people a la anakin skywalker attack of the clones Mm -hmm. and is just taking that stuff now he's gonna go to the nearest outpost tashi station who knows (laughs) and he's gonna just happen Yep, and he's going to happen in on this, take these dudes out, and then get a tunic and go on about his merry way. So I think Mm. the first episode is going to take place. I've been saying that the Sarlacc Pit reveal won't happen until the end of the series. They're going to get it out of the way up front. I think so, too. I think I voiced that that last week. You did. You did. And I think that we're going to see walk out of the Sarlacc Pit, you know, head to Jabba's Palace to get Slave One back, and that's where the episode will end. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be obviously other stuff happening and all that, but I yeah. think that that's where episode one is going to be. And mm-hmm. I think that jumpsuit shot tells you everything you need to know about, about where they're going to go for just the first episode, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And I also think that the Jawas picked his body of the armor while he was just laying there. Mm-hmm. So that's probably get some Jawas. Too. I think we're going to get some Jawas. I think we're definitely going to get some more sand people and we're 100% going to see the remnants of the Sarlacc pit and yeah. other such things. Oh, I certainly hope so. In the chat, we got a couple of things I wanted to mention. I don't know if M. Poli in the chat said Nyctos. I don't know if that was oh, that potentially sounds, I referencing think that's the, the name creature. of that alien. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the name of that alien creature. Yeah. Right, so we appreciate that, M. Poli. And then Miss Sunflower again says Star Wars Eclipse just dropped. Obviously, that thing must be hot because that's now the second comment we've gotten about it. Yeah. Again. Those of you that are just joining, I promise we are going to talk about that. But right now, we got to stay true to our Boba Festivities content. Boba Festivities. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. All right, let's keep rolling in this. Uh, we see some speeder chase some more throughout the streets of Tatooine here. Uh, Finnick doing I have her something thing. on that speeder, though. Okay, what you got? Not a big thing, but it looks like the same speeder that Han Solo was Solo. driving in the beginning of Solo. Yeah. yeah I don't know if you I caught that, too, but yeah, it no, looks I- like that. I got those vibes for sure. And then the next thing here cool. that I really wanted to point out was the Twi'lek in the throne room. And then suddenly you flash to Boba and Fennec scrolling up to look down. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid some death is going on here. <laughs> the Rancor pit is back, baby. I'm yeah. telling you, they've got something else down there. I hope it's an accolade. That's the weird thing that's tried to stab Obi-Wan in mm-hmm. episode two. But I, I am floored by that. That is by far the biggest takeaway for me yeah. in this trailer. Sorry, I had to say it. I'm just excited about it. No, I am too. It's so cool I'm to me. It's so very cool. excited about that. And I believe that was the last shot. Yeah, it was. And then we flashed to the book of Good Boba Good shot Fett. to end on, man great trailer i mean incredible trailer. And it wasn't even technically a trailer and i'm looking at it right now on youtube it's still currently number 31 on trending and i know that's pretty deep that's, it's not like top 10 or anything that's cool but still though. i mean yeah. it came out what a couple days ago or something like that it awesome. came out yesterday i think oh was it yesterday <laughs> i don't know uh, <laughs> i don't know sometimes you're just in a boba fr- 
uh, festivities fever. You just don't know yeah. what's going on. You're just kind of like, I'm here. It's awesome. Let's move on. You know, yeah. like I got to watch all of it no. <laughs> over and well, over. I'm yeah, that's you. the truth. That's the truth. Well, listen, those of you that are in the chat, those of you that are listening on the podcast, wherever you're getting us, let us know what you think of this recent one minute uh, I guess TV spot trailer is what I like to call it. Cause it's got a lot of new footage and the music is still by far one of the biggest takeaways from this thing. Let us know what you thought in the chat, in the comments or in discord. And you can click the link in the description on whatever platform you're on to get to our discord uh, community. Okay. Let's now then transition into discussing the Mandalorian and how we can connect some things from the Mandalorian that could potentially pull into the book of Boba Fett. Now, DJ was not here last week for the chapter 14 breakdown. So I wanted to give him the floor real quickly, allow him to maybe discuss chapter 14, maybe something that I missed something that he disagrees with. We'll try to hit that quicker because we are going to get into chapter 15. That's our main revisit for the Mandalorian this week. But DJ, what do you want to say about chapter 14 before we move forward? I'll be very brief because I want to get into chapter 15. I think like everybody else does. Um, you mentioned last week, the possibility of the empire being in book of Boba. I think yeah. that we will see very small hints of it, but I think we'll see more rebellion. I should say new Republic. Um, material. Um, we already had the coins that got dropped out of that helmet in that one trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was the first trailer or not. I can't remember, but they had the rebellion symbol on there. So, yeah. which was then adopted as the new Republic symbol. So, um, I think we'll get a little bit of that. And then, of course, you mentioned the, what was the tragedy. Obviously, the tragedy was Grogu being abducted, yes. but. Yeah. <laughs> But the tragedy of the Razor Crest is in there. And not to mention the tragedy of all those deaths of those stormtroopers by Boba. That mm. just adds to the legend of Boba and makes him look awesome. So, yeah, um, there's a lot of tragedy happening there, as you said last <laughs> week. And then finally, uh, I had three things I just wanted to mention. But here's the last one. You mentioned also, Caleb, the online argument about whether or not the Fets are Mandalorians or not. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'll say that they are Mandalorians, but by association of the armor only. Okay. Um, and now here's a little, little bit of like kind of a dig on that one just to kind of help you where I'm at. So I did do some digging on um, and just trying to find out what Boba's chain code, code said at the end mm. of chapter 14 when he holds it up on his gauntlet and it you know comes up. It says, foundling took into the year the Concord Dawn mentor Jast father fett boba fett Correct. so yeah. really we get there as jangle fett was a foundling which dinjar and kind of tells the audience yeah and but also concord dawn is mentioned and that is a system within the mandalorian uh or mandalore system i should say so mm -hmm. you also said caleb that you mentioned the possibility of getting a solid family history on boba in the series Mm -hmm. I think there's a good 40%. I mean, I'm, I had to think about it. I know it sounds like a weird number, but I think there's a 40% chance we'll get a lineage breakdown that goes into Django's family history as far as how he gets connected to yeah. uh, the Mandalorians, where that comes into play. And I just think it's something that would be really good worthwhile to look into. Um, so, you know, those are just kind of my thoughts on Chapter 14. I don't necessarily disagree with anything you said on, on the breakdown. You know, there's okay. nothing really to disagree with. It's kind of that's part of breaking it down. You know, you get to just kind of check it out for yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, those are what I wanted to add to, to that discussion. Uh-huh. All right. Well, so fair. Just, I mean, I'm ready to move into uh, chapter 15 if that's all the same to you. Yeah. Let's get into chapter 15 and I'll pass it to DJ to kind of lead us along on this discussion with these questions sure. that he has mapped out, planned out for us to discuss. So DJ, go ahead and take it away with chapter 15, the believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. Yeah, I, w I was having a good time rewatching this this morning. I, I was really enjoying this, and I'm trying to, again, we're we while we're doing our Boba festivities and breaking down Mando, we're trying to find the Boba Fett connections. That's what we're trying to do. So we're not reviewing the episode as itself. We're just looking at the Boba stuff, okay? The Boba festivities, if you will. So how did, Caleb, this is for both you and me. I'll let you go first. How did you feel about seeing Boba's armor repainted and looking fresh for the first time in this episode? For the very first time, it was weird, I have to say, because one week we, it was all beat up looking the way that I kind of expected it to. And then the next thing yeah. you know, it's all painted up. And I mean, 
maybe maybe we see him painting it in the book of boba fett i don't know we are getting flashbacks i don't need to yeah. see that though but uh now it's perfectly okay i lo- i love the new paint job now it was just weird the first time i saw it it was very weird to me too i was expecting more of a of a pattern there you know kind of chipped away like it had been worn in so I wasn't upset about seeing it. It did take me aback the first time I saw it, but you know what? That's sometimes Star Wars does that. It makes you think twice. So yeah, uh, still really cool paint job. Love that we get that in Book of Boba Fett. Okay. So when Slave One takes off from the junkyard, because if you'll remember Mm -hmm. in chapter 15, they pick up Mayfield and then they Fennec, Cara Dune, Mando, they all kind of fly off. Now when they're inside Slave One, all right, what, like my reaction to seeing that cockpit not even the cockpit, like the cargo hold. I don't know. Everything rotate, but just that stay level was just really cool to me. And I know that in the Disney gallery special, they break that down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But to me, I just thought that was the coolest thing to watch that happen because I have a slave one toy from when I was a kid. It's at my parents' house. But I always wondered, now, how does he like, you yeah. know, what, what, how does he lift <laughs> up and stuff? So, I was glad to get that answer in this. Caleb, what about you on that one? Oh, gosh, it was so cool. I mean, I think thinking back on when I first saw this episode after it had finally wrapped and the credits had rolled, I believe, first of all, I went back to see the seismic charge. I went back to watch that over and over and over again. But then after that, secondly, I went back over and over and over again to see this shot of everything rotating and them just naturally being still and everything behind them just spinning. It was so cool. And I certainly hope to see more interior slave one in the book of Boba Fett because it was yes. there's really isn't another word other than cool. It was just amazing. It was great to see. It's like it's like the villain, you know, Millennium Falcon. It's the yes. antithesis to the Millennium yes. Falcon. So we've gotten a lot of Falcon. Let's get a lot more of Slave One or whatever they end up renaming yeah. eventually. So uh, a lot of good stuff there for sure. And I'm with you. You know, I had to Uh-oh. go back and rewatch that seismic charge. Oh, no, what's wrong? No, I just got the notification from Star Wars Twitter themselves that this new High Republic game trailer is dropped and we're just have not having to watch it right now. It's breaking my heart. <laughs> we're going to speed through the rest of this. Okay? <laughs> I was just going to say rewatching the seismic charge is what a good prequel boy does. OK, yes. And that's yes. what we do. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on so we can get to this daggum trailer because I'm <laughs> dying over here. I'm not going to lie to you. And you heard it here for, first, guys. It's a daggum trailer. It is a daggum. It's about to be a, that's D-A-D-G-U-M, dadgum. <laughs> All right, daggum trailer. Here we go. Going back to chapter 15. Now, something small I thought was interesting, and Caleb, you can say something to this if you like. It's not a big deal. Din Djarin refers to Boba as his last name, like a coach on the on a field. Hey, Fett. <laughs> just, he calls him Fett twice. Yeah. He goes, Fett, what do you think? Fett, what do you think? It's just so random to me, but I was like, Okay, it shows a little bit about this decent working relationship they have here. Yeah. Kind of going back to that buddy cop stuff that you guys were talking about on Twitter. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think it's a cool, worth mentioning kind of deal. All right. Now, Boba has a line when they're discussing who's going to infiltrate the Imperial base. Mando looks at Boba. Actually, they kind of all discussed. And Mando looks at him as if to say, can you do it? Can you go into the terminal? And Boba just kind of says, let's just say they might recognize my face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like that is, it, it's so funny to think, yeah, yep. They're going to know who you are. Like it's not going to be that hard to figure out. So it's a clear nod to Boba being an unaltered clone of Django. Um, now here's the question I have for you, Caleb. Does this hurt or help the argument that Boba Fett is a true Mandalorian? That one little bit, you know, it's, and maybe I'm digging too deep there, but I, I, I think there's something worth, you know, mentioning there. Well, and I think that in it's, core is why there's still some people that that don't believe fets are mandalorian or boba at least is mandalorian in any way i guess for me because of the unaltered nature of it and Django is a foundling so by you know association that for me that's enough for boba to be mandalorian as well for me it 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 doesn't really help or hurt i guess uh i think it's just really cool and really funny and great yeah. to, to see that. It's, and it's a cool yeah. connection for, for people like us. 
Well, yeah, it's a cool connection for a lot of people because if you just don't know anything about Star Wars, you're like, why would they recognize my his face? And you yeah. <laughs> then go back and watch the movies. You're like, oh yeah, he's he's this guy. Uh -huh. Um, I, I think it does kind of help the argument. It it kind of does a little bit of both. You know, it hurts in yeah. the sense that like yeah. you just flat out said you're a clone, and then like <laughs> the next episode he's fighting you know someone over whether or not he's actually a Mandalorian. So right. it's just kind of weird. <laughs> deal there but it also helps because i don't care i don't have a reason why it helps it just does all right i just <laughs> think it's, i just think it's cool <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right now after mando and mayfield steal the shipment truck i don't know what else to call it and get their disguises on we cut to fennec now this is connection to book of boba uh fennec looking through her scope to check on the status of the mission she sends a message up to boba saying phase one complete we're in and then boba says copy standing by does this give us a peek into their working relationship between the two of them? 100%. They they get each other, short little nods, short little words, whatever. They get it. They get the job done, move on to the next uh, mission, move on to the next person to mark down, maybe. <laughs> yep. Could, could not agree with you more on that one. Uh, I love watching them interact. It's just a ton of fun. Yeah. And we're going to see that a whole lot more here pretty soon, so it's even better. Yep. All right. This isn't necessarily Boba-related. But can we please acknowledge how much this truck chase is basically Indiana Jones trying to get the Ark of the Covenant back? Oh, it, it's definitely Indiana Jones uh, I mean, it, inspired. It's fantastic stuff, all right? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Boba Fett. I just had to throw that in there because I love Indiana Jones. Our Geekverse people will know yes, we that do. we love Indiana Jones. So Yes, we do. Um, all right, now seeing Finnick standing by ready to just snipe stormtroopers is just really cool. You know, so do we expect to see close quarter combat or a lot of distance sniping from Fennec? You know, do you think one or the other, more more of one than the other? Mm, I, if I had to say more of one, it would be close quarter. because, but Just yeah. based off of the trailer shots that we've seen so far. But I certainly believe we will see plenty of both. Uh, Fennec is definitely quite possibly one of the best sharp shooters that we've seen in film television up to this date maybe i'm just struggling to think of others at least but she's in, pretty good at least in star wars yeah, yeah. No, at least in star wars she's oh yeah that's top. yeah that's yeah <laughs> you know i don't know about film there's a lot on and on, yeah. on about i meant snipers, i meant star but, wars film my bad <laughs> yeah i got i got you oh i see now well quick plug for sniper movies if you've never seen the movie sergeant york starring gary cooper fantastic movie um Go check it out. I won't go into it. It's just a great sniper movie, okay? Yeah. Now, going into this next thing uh, with Boba. Boba flies Slave 1 like a freaking combat helicopter, all right? He's he's insanely uh, incredible pilot. We've never seen Boba be a pilot. This episode, we get, and then the next one, we get to see him pilot like we've never seen him before. So he rescues yeah. Mayfield and Mando from that refinery. Do we expect to see some fancy flying in the book of boba fett i certainly hope so and, and that is one thing that I, I believe i mentioned last week was how much slave one are we really gonna get because i know so far we haven't really seen anything except that one little flyover i don't know i hope to see a lot because this what re-watching this chapter makes me want to see more because it's just so yes. cool and especially with this next thing that we're going to talk about as far as the slave one goes I'm going to say yeah. yes. We're going to see at least there's going to be at least one episode where we're heavily focused on Boba's piloting skills, I think. Current okay. prediction. I, you know, I love that. I think we it'd be great if we saw some more piloting skills from him. I think we're going to see a lot of Slave One. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think throughout the series, not just one episode, but okay. one episode, one episode to focus in on how his flying ability. Mm -hmm. you know even go back to clone wars he's he's a dead-on shot as a kid so like yeah. you know he's gonna it's stuff's gonna just get better as he gets older yeah. um all right now la kind of the one, one of the last things we have here on this all right what do you think the over under number is on the number of times boba drops a seismic charge in the book of boba fett how many seismic charges like do you not that you hope to see uh -huh. i hope to see one every episode yeah but it you know and i i don't think you can get enough of the seismic charge but oh no what, what's that number for you what, what do you think like the top bottom number is you know well we think seven seven episodes correct we've had that mm -hmm. confirmed at this moment yeah over under number 
So that this is a traditional over under. I only know this listening to sports radio. Over under number you usually hear a point five, because that way that'll force people to either pick okay. over or under. I'm gonna go three point five. That's my over Ooh, under wait. number, and I'm gonna go under. What was what was your number again? Three point five, and I'm gonna go 3. under. Three point five. I'm gonna say. I'm going to just go ahead and make a prediction. All right. Okay. I like okay. your over under number of 3.5. I'm going to stick <laughs> with it. All right. You said you're going under. I am. I'm going over and okay. it's going to be exactly four. Okay. Nice. Exactly nice. four seismic charge <laughs> drops. All right. So whenever the series is over at the end of January or whatever, yeah. we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about or actually being to <laughs> february i guess by then so anyway we well, will that's what i'm thinking four four total man we're gonna get this thing into february i know it's pretty I love, great i love that i love that pretty great um all right last thing and this is just kind of a speculation thing yeah do we expect the mayfield in the book of boba fett i don't i don't expect to see oh, him i do oh gosh man okay I do. I will. They let him go. They, he just yeah. walks off. Oh, he's and coming he, back in something. I just, I guess I just don't expect it this quick. Cause I mean, at, at what point is oh, it man, too much? Because we got him in season one, got him in season two. I mean, are we just going to keep getting them every single time they put something new out? Yes. <laughs> I, love, I mean, I, I love, love me some Bill Burr. Give it to me. I'm yeah, here. No, I love, <laughs> I love his character. Mayfield's awesome. I think he could very easily just like, Boba's like, last time I saw him, he was on this planet. I can track yeah. him down because I'm a bounty hunter. I'll find him. <laughs> hey, you, you remember me? Yeah, get in the ship. We're going to go kill some folks. You know, it's going to be something. It's going to be something ridiculous or maybe not kill yeah. anybody, but like, I need your help. Like, what do you need my help for? You blew up a refinery with my pistol or like my freaking sniper rifle. Get in the, get in the car. <laughs> let's go. Like, it's, I think we'll see him. So I, I think it'd okay. be cool to see him. I mean, I, I'm not speculation. against it. Yeah, it's just pure speculation. That's what we do. I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that was all the questions for chapter 15, man. I feel like we we hit that short to the point. Got got our opinions out there, though. And I feel ready. I mean, I feel ready from chapter 15 to to hop straight into the book of Boba Fett. If I'm being honest, let's go ahead and release it next Wednesday. Why not? Why not move it up a day, a week early? I mean, they did it with freaking what was it, Endgame or Infinity War? Something Let's like move it that. Up a week. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I who, would, Hawkeye who? I don't Hawkeye care. Who, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, okay. Side note: I'm loving me some Hawkeye right now. Oh, Hawkeye's Hawkeye's incredible. Yes. I'm pleasantly surprised with that with that series. But Dude, anyway, this week's episode. This week's episode was stellar. It was stellar. It was, it was good. It was, it was good. good. All right. Anyway, anyway, guys. We appreciate everyone out there listening to us, having some fun. Uh, listen, we, we got to get to this Eclipse trailer, apparently, because everyone yes. is, is mentioning it. Star Wars is tweeting it. I saw Zach Horvath just tweeted it toward me. Um, we oh, got man. people in the chat saying, check it out. So here's what we're going to do, because I don't want our podcast listeners to feel like that that they're getting left out. I am going to strictly we're not we're not going to do it during this live stream. What me and DJ are going to do is we're going to record it off screen, off air like we normally do. That way, just in general, if you want to go and see mine and DJ's reaction to this Star Wars Eclipse trailer, just go to YouTube. It'll just be a YouTube thing for anyone to just watch a video and have fun with. It's not exclusive to our live stream audience, not exclusive to our podcast audience. It's just there for anyone that wants to go and see it. That's how we'll handle it. Uh, So thank you so much to everybody checking out this edition of Boba Festivities number three. Number four will be next week and i can't wait to do it we will be discussing the finale of the mandalorian and who knows what else that's currently the only thing but maybe we'll get another tv spot maybe we'll actually get a final full trailer i mean i don't need to see it but i could see them doing that for a marketing standpoint i don't know dj do you have an opinion on that i don't have like a necessary opinion on it no i don't really have a necessary thing on there i just think it's going to be really you know, if they release anything else, it'd be great. Just one more teaser is fine with me. I didn't even need this last one. I'm just yeah. kind of like, stop, you know, <laughs> pump the brake. So I'm perfectly sure. content with just discussing chapter fi- uh, yeah, 15, no 16 and yeah. calling it a day. If we have nothing right. else to discuss, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, that is this week's edition 
of Boba festivities. And we are so thankful for you checking it out. DJ, I'll let you say goodbye to our audience before we wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. All the things we gained a subscriber during the stream tonight. So thank shout you, out sir, to whoever that is. Sir, ma'am, whatever. We appreciate whoever it. you are. Thank you so much for that. Just share uh, our, our show with others, regardless of my jam transmissions and my cruddy Wi-Fi. All right. Yeah. Going to get that worked out <laughs> soon. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Anyway, yeah. you guys can follow me on Twitter at Rebel Scum Texan and join the Mando Talk Discord. Yeah, absolutely. And and final shout out here, MJ in the chat with a great line. Fans will be feasting good next week with No Way Home, Hawkeye Episode 5, and Witcher Season 2. You know that's, that yeah. is facts. And then tell you what, to bookend that, the Book of Boba Fett will be coming soon. And we can't wait to cover it. We can't wait to cover it with you guys and hear what you guys have to say about it. But let's get out of here. And I'll tell you what, again, Stand by YouTube. Go check it out if you want to hear our and see our Star Wars Eclipse trailer reaction. All right, let's get out of here. Until next time, as always, we have spoken. <laughs>